0: Welcome back, Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Brutt. It's a pleasure to have you here. And we forge on, talking about Harava Gun, Reb Chaim Kanievsky, Zecher, Tzad, and This season, season two, believe it or not, we're still in season two, we're wrapping it up, has been sponsored anonymously. Moshe Chaim Ben Yitzchak Last episode was a very interesting discussion about Likud Liku throughout the generations. We talked about the Beis Yosef and the Pesachet and the Knesset Mr. Brura, B'chaim Kanievsky, Darek Hamuna. And today we want to discuss something that B'chaim Kanievsky writes very often, sometimes more often than you would think is necessary. Whatever he writes is not to be relied on La Is that something which has been done throughout the generations? What does it really mean? Do we find svarim that have that sentence written in them that have become relied upon La Halacha? That is today's conversation. Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Brutt, how are you today?
1: Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Okay, so you you gave a good introduction of summing up what we hope to do today, which is uh, something I've pointed out numerous times, and I said I'm hoping to get to discuss. And today, hopefully, we will... Be what I tried to promise to do, which is let's say you open up the Dar on the Shah already. He says, It's only meant for Chazar, but not for Psak HaLacha Numerous times at the end of his at the end of his Hagdama, he'll say this again and again. Um, in let's say Hagdama Dar volume one. After he goes, so just for Hazara purposes. So now the question I was, um, is what is what's going on over here, and do we find precedent for such a thing now? Lamaisa, let's say a paisik says such a thing, and you want to you take you say, you know what, I'll take my chance. Khan Konevsky is a great yid. I'm gonna say he he says you could do it. I'll rely on him. Do we find such a thing in our, in the world of Allah? Did this happen before? Okay, so I set out to look for this. I'm not trying to trace every single Gadol that ever says it, but just when you see the following Gadolim that we'll talk about, you'll see the what the story emerges. The story goes like this. First of all, as a as far as a paisik, so Khan Konevsky, Taka looked at himself not as a paisik, and we will actually fine tune that more later on because he answers thousands of tchuvas, something like 80 a day for years and years. So what are these type of tchuvas? What are they? Are they halachadik? And when he talks about them, do we pascan like them? What's going on with them? Okay. Anyway, we pointed out a bunch of times that the stipler was one of his role models, um, and the stipler also was very not into pascaning. On the other hand, we do find sometimes he did pascan, but for the most part, he also was very into that he's not a paisik. Um, Lomasha where his Talmud, Rabbi Horowitz, wrote Dvar Halacha on Hilchos They learned They learned at Halacha L'ma'isa ve'in But he doesn't. He holds he's not pasken. Okay. Interestingly enough, with the stipler, we have a five-volume set, uh, Arches Rabbeinu, which is Rav Horowitz took down notes of everything that he saw by the stipler. And these works in recent years have become Halacha Lema'isa. His Anhagas and all different things are always quoted in all the various Halacha Faram out there. So Lema'isa, even though he held he's not a Pisic and everything. And even though maybe of Horowitz and he was writing it, he didn't mean for it to be Allah, but eventually it takes on a life of its own and it becomes Alakha. Okay. With Rukhan is a similar type of thing. In his lifetime, a fancy safer came out. I remember when I first saw it, I grabbed it right away, which was pictures of every aspects of Reb Chaim daily day life. They took pictures of him and they show in the pictures all the halachas I want to learn from these pictures. They went through the Seda through the year, whenever they're able to, and gorgeous pictures and a commentary to show all the unhugness you could learn from him. This came out in his lifetime by the family. Artsco recently just published it in English, with uh, made it a little nicer with the pictures, but the same pictures uh, from what I was able to see. But the point is, he might not have meant for he's doing what he's doing, but all of a sudden these books are, the pictures are out there, and then from the pictures it comes Halakha Lamaisa. So, he could scream as much as he wants, but Lema'isa, what ends up happening is these books become Halakha Lema'isa. So I'm saying, I don't I don't even know if there's disclaimers on those books, um, because he didn't publish them against it. Okay, anyway, the point is that sometimes you could want something to happen. Um, you could say, I'm not a pisic, you could say it's not Halakha Lema'isa, but uh, as I said, it takes on a life of its own. Okay. So I'm showing you first is that by the stipler, his father, and this is what ends up happening with Kanyevsky. Um anyway. Okay. But as the question is, is this, um, do we find anywhere else that this happens? So the answer is yes. What, what, okay. now like this. Before anything, we find in the world of halacha that there are certain areas that people, when they paskin, they would always say, I'm not paskin myself. Don't just rely on me. Please find someone else that also says like me. Okay, where do we find this very often in Hilchas Agunis? because it, it was such a Hammedic area, complex, so even superstar Goddelia Paiskin would say, "I here's the, my heter, here's my chuva, but I'm only masking for you to rely on itla if you could find someone else that agrees with me. okay. That's a, that's a very well-known fact. And in the Sefer Agunois from Rav Kahana, he collects a ton of um, pages of G'day Le'ay That's says the question is like this. What do, we, do we find people writing Chiburim, Halach Chiburim, and they say, don't rely on me, Halacha isa. So the answer is yes. So first, I'm going to quote uh, a passage I saw, um, um, Rabbi Salveitchik, Rabbi Yosef Salveitchik, in his book called Halachic Man, he talks about that there is such a thing that there were people that they were not so that the great, that they that they were they um like to learn they like to learn taira but but the psak halacha. Or, even if they became even when they even became a even when they became a rav of a city, they tried to avoid Pasking as much as possible um, he doesn 't spell out specifically here, maybe he does elsewhere, but it 's clear in the, in brisk Reb Chaim Salvechik is known that he didn 't like the paskin he would send mo Shilas. there was a dying in brisk he didn 't really do psakalaha um Except they say in I think in areas of pikuach nefesh. Okay, fine. But but question is, were there other gedolim, especially if you're a rav of a city, you know how you can't get away so easily to do such a thing. You're hired to be a paisik. Okay. Anyway. There was a sefer published numerous, te- many years ago in the time of the night of Yehuda, Adne Paz. So Adne Paz is a sefer on Archaim, fascinating interest, a uh, chash of a Hush of a sefer. So in his Agdama, he goes out of his way to say, even though I was a paisik in this city and I Paskin and everything for years and years. He lists out where he was a Rav and everything. But I'm, in what I'm writing in my sefer, I'm not taking a chryas for you to rely on. So. I guess it's some type of aspect of, yeah, I'm writing my thoughts. Maybe it's interesting for you, uh, maybe a food um a food for thought as it's called, but don't rely on a halachal mice, I'm not taking responsibility. Okay, interesting. A little later we find the goddam the goddam, which everyone who anyone who learns halacha or chaim knows you can't move without the Prima goddam prima in his hakdama to Yarudeya, he spells this out, he says, after he talks about all the different things what he's doing in the sefer, he says, "But to rely on me? No way. Don't rely on me. Rak. He he wrote it, and that's why we find a lot of times it's sarachian by him and everything. And they, now everyone knows when you learn halacha paiskim right and left." everything is, um, the Primagodim is beyond, beyond important in the world of halacha, not just food for thought. The Mashal, the Mishnah Beruah, went out of his way, one of his Nakudis that he spells out in Zagdam, which we quoted recently, is because the Primagodim has valuable information and we need to include it. And the likutim beforehand didn't have it, such as the chayyadim. the Primagodim only came out so, Mamash, the end of the parish of the, of the when the chayyadim was being worked on, so he doesn't really have Sakim of the Primagodim. Okay. Does anyone else say such a thing? Yes, we just recently had an episode about the afla and the makna in the Gdama of the afla and the makna, where he goes out of his way to say, "I'm writing a Chibra and shulchan Aruch. but then he says, "Ein lismoy I I feel Don't rely on me, I feel What's going on here? So you see here yet again another great guy. Now, does anyone do we rely on in the world of halacha on afla and makna and halacha the We hundred percent do. I, he says, similarly, we find in Nesivus, same thing. He says in Zagdama, not to rely on me halachonai. What the says such a thing? Of course, everyone knows in the world of halacha, the Nesivus is is bread and butter for paiskim. We rely on him. Okay. Not only that, we have Rabbi Kiviger, Rabbi Kiviger in Zagdama, to the Sefer when he's corresponding with his children about writing about publishing the Sefer. So he also. Goes out of his way to say that yes, I, I paskin' uh, when someone wrote to me, I did, but that it should become that it's, that it's, um, and it's bad enough. I had to paskin' when someone asked me, but, but, um, but though it's not my safe achlata, it's not my safe thing, and don't rely on me, loyal You have to first check into it. I'm not taking a for everyone just to blindly open up the safer and just say, oh, it's often a true, it's Rebbe and that's good enough for me. Says your certainly not. Do not rely on me for such a thing. Meaning to say, I'm telling you how I learn up the suya, but you yourself should learn up the sugya and see if you agree with me. So so I'm listing out over here, all these different superstars, that this is what they did. Turns out, the mashallah HaFla points this out already, but if you learn the Hagdama of the shah. the Shah. In his agdama to says the same thing. Don't rely on me. Um, um, so what is going on over here? We see all these peskim, and I'm listing. I just listed you a bunch of superstars that the world of halacha is, as I, as I said, it's the bread and butter of the world of halacha. They rely on all these people. Okay. Now, um, one other uh, Marmacham this is, who handles Barichos, Sister Bikiveger, and everything, is that going with Moshe Feinstein, is the famous Hagdama to Volume 1 of Iger's Moshe, And I, I believe he talks about it more in other places. I saw Marshall, uh, Professor Spiegel, in his book, Amudim Talal he also has a few pages about this topic. He has other sources of G'daylam that write, don't rely on me. So Rav Maisha handles this Rebbe and he talks about himself also, and he brings Makairis about it, how could I be a paisek? How could you rely on me? And again, Rav Maisha, even Rav Maisha, um, talking unbelievable things that he says in the Hagdama. I highly recommend one to learn this Hagdama very carefully. It's very, 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 very important. There's a lot of you say this in Halacha over here, in Rav Maisha you understand him, where he's coming from, but the point is that you're Spoke, what a lot of these Pisgahs are trying to say is like this I reached these conclusions I learned but don't trust me you shall learn the sugya yourself whatever now the question becomes okay what happened Kal Yisrael said like this I let's say I'm a Rav and I don't have time time sensitive I come across the truth it's Rameisha, I'm relying on Ramayisha Rabbi Kiveger and all the other that just just listed off from the Shachan onwards but the point is Rabbi Chaim is not unique um, so far, what I'm showing you is these mainstream Yaduidik Achash of a superstar throughout the generations, they all said this about themselves. Okay, fine. So Baruch Hashem, we have some makam, some precedent for Rav Chaim Khansky does. Okay, Ravmesha doesn't write fifty times over his svarim, but, but Remisha and is not I'm not does admit that if you come out like that you like him, you could rely on him. So Rukhainvsky is going further, but if you compare him, let's say to that flaw, that flaw says, Ain't in his country, every place you every have in Ezra relies on when it comes up. And you have Afla going you rely on him. Anyway, okay. Now, there's an interesting story with all this. Um, I I can't even remember yet how I came to this, but at one point, I became very interested in a sefer called Hisayir's Chuva from the son of the Ksav Sefer. A beautiful sefer on Halacha. We're not going to go into discussing all the fine points of this sefer, but it's a very, very interesting sefer. And at some point, I come across reading um, that in some editions of the Sefer, he said, Ein On every page. That's what he says. So fine, I pull out my copy that I had, and it doesn't have such a thing. So I went to check. Okay, eventually, you could check and you could see then the first edition of the Sefer, Cyrus Chuva, it says on the top of every page. So this is even more than Rechaik Neskei. only wrote on the Shar and HaGdama says, Reb Shimon son of the Ksav Cypher, ain't lismoichail hayra zu klal. Not to rely on my Psockim. Now, just to mention, this Reb Shimon this, um, as I said, this he was known as an unbelievable Kaddish also. So I was talking to someone recently from Chemesh, uh um named Michael Kaplan. And so I told him this thing. So he says, oh, there's a very interesting introduction in one of the Meiris um, on where it talks all about this Hisair, Baal Hisayur's Chuva from his son. Because who's the son? The son of Ram Seifer, who we've discussed in previous episodes. He's one of the people that brought the Meiri to light. He was the main person behind publishing the Meiri. And I even mentioned the story once how the Rabshaim Zalman Orbach wasn't feeling well. He's Levi, he was Nifter and the Leviathan was going to be late at night. The Rabshaim Zalman Orbach heard this. And, peop, and he, so they said, Oh, you don't have to go. You don't feel well. He says, Chasr Shalom, I have such a curse at Toy to Ram for publishing the Meiri. And he made sure to go. That was the story I said. So this Kaplan sends me these four pages where this Rabb Ram Seifer writes all about the Balasiris Chuva, his father. And interestingly enough, who is the person who published the most of the, the Ksavim of the Khsam Seifer? Is this Anakal of the Khsam Seifer? This Rabshim and Seifer, son of the Ksav Seifer? Now, at some point, fascinating thing, they didn't have money to publish the Ksavim of the Khsam Seifer. Now, you have to understand, today, if someone finds a manuscript of the Khsam Seifer, you know how much a page of the Khsam of the Seifer could go for? A page on auction, $30,000, $40,000. There was a time, not even 100 years ago, that they couldn't fund the Ksavim of, of the Khsam seifer to publish. So, and he was he he was the person in charge. He didn't have what to do. Comes in his wife. This is the right. This is a chasam seifer brings us down. The wife. Let say his mother or chasam seifer's mother. She's also an enical through another way, and she gives her jewelry so that the the chsamseifer's tire can be published. So it's fascinating is, as time goes on, you know, the chsamseifer, I'm saying if we would have made a, a campaign, we found now, three seconds later, you would have had a million dollars, not even a shayla. Okay, anyway, so sometimes it's fascinating to see the stories um, behind um, different svarim that you would think is... One way, and at that time it was different than today. Okay, now, but continuing on is that is what, um, and that's the rest of today we'll talk about is like this. And, and this actually relates, will tie in what we discussed in the previous episode of Sefer Likutim also, and this is as follows. Not all, um, sometimes the Sefer comes out, and then it comes out that people say, uh-oh, don't rely on the Sefer Allah Chalamaisa there's problems in it. It's too cool. To, uh, there's too many coolers in the safer. Okay. And then, and, and that's what we're going to see about, that there was a request by certain gedilim to make sure to be madgish in the next printing and put it all over the safer. Don't rely on this safer, Allah unless you check out what it said very carefully. Okay, what am I referring to? So this, this um, is a fascinating story, and It's going to help us with understanding with Hussam Seifer, I'm sorry, with Reb Chaim Kanievsky and the stipler also. Okay, so I mentioned already before in the previous episodes that one of the unbelievable Likutim Svaram that were published, the the stipler who was very against Likutim Svaram, what am I referring to? In season one, I mentioned that the Chai Olam from the stipler, he has a whole piece against Kitzer's farm, Likutz farm, that bring down all different sakim and all different pieces of information and whatever. And it's a churva, a very sharp piece. And at that time, we identified that there was a pullness, a sharp pulmiss between um, between the stipler and B'nai Brak and other Chacham and B'nai Brak against the Shmir Shabbos Kelcha. So we spoke all about this in season one. So, but the point was, is that he took out the name of the safe he was referring to, but over there, he's very sharp against Kitzor's farm, the stipler. But on the other hand, the Archis Chaim from the Marsham, by him, is Mamish, unbelievable hashef. Mm -hmm. So, the question is, what? so, um, and through the next discussion, we're going to see, and we're going to see how it plays out with our conversation that I spoke about, about not relying on Halach al Yes, relying on Halach al Okay. So like this, uh, approximately 30 years ago, I was starting to, I was learning halacha, I was beginning to learn halacha, so I wanted to know which svarim could one rely on more than others, let's say you find the kula in a certain sefer, could you rely on this sefer more or less? So, so I was talking with someone, and he told me as follows, I was asking about, let's say, about the marsham, I see it's quoted a lot, let's say, in the Shemishav, it's how much weight does the marsham have halacha so he told me like this, he said, Avada, you can rely on everything you see in the Masham. he was a in olim, and even though in his time he was considered a Mekel, and people because of this came out against him, but Lema Yisa most understood that he was Avada, unbelievable shemaim. he even was affiliated with Hasidim, he, he was a Hasid, he was, a, I guess, a Hasidish Yid, I don't know if he was officially a Hasid, specifically of one Rebbe, but he was definitely Hasid, Hasidish leanings, and they understood he was not a Kal, and Lomaisa, at the end of the day, his psakim were in a skabble. So you definitely can rely on him. This is what this person told me many years ago. So I was always very curious any time I would come across things relating to the marsham, especially with him as a Pisic, to collect this. Okay, fine. Lomaisa, I come across. The stipler um, learning Archis Rabbeinu. And the Arches Rabbeinu is full of fascinating information a lot of times. And it seems at one point in time, someone wanted to come out against the Reb Orbach, he issued a certain sack, and they were, they were going to put they, I think they even, at the end of the day, they did put out Kol Kairis against Reb Shleim Zalman Orbach, and hung it up in signs. I think I even heard from someone he saw when Reb Shleim Zalman Orbach was reading the patch that they had posted against him. Okay, anyway the point is, so the um, the Chabina Rav got involved and he wrote to the stipler about it to get the people to be quiet about that they have no business talking about the the Azaman Orbach. This is going back a long time ago. So and we're talking about that we have the Chabina Rav backing up who he was very close with, and he held that they had no business to do such a thing. Anyway, in the course of this conversation, it seems he wrote up a letter to the stipler about it. He wanted the stipler to get involved, and this Reb Harwood saw the letter, but, but um, it had to be ripped up for some reason. Maybe the, it could be that um, the Chibina Rav said not to um, publish it. Anyway, in the course of the letter, it said that um, the Rov Rav um, says that something happened, so I'm not sure, in the, the way the stipler says it, it's, I'm not sure if it's Chirbina Rav. We, we can get to what the Chirbina Rav says from other sources, but the point was like this. Um, when the Marsham Sefer on Hilchus Trefus came out, all the way, way back, so he put out a Sefer called, it's called Yiloy Vedas. Okay. And this Sefer was a massive Heber on Trefus, full of kulis. So some it seems, they went on against him. So the way it's brought down over here in Darches Rabbeinu is, then they went to the Shilomayshiv, and they said maybe he should be ga'in is the safer. He says chas v'shalom. Um, so it seems that there was a pshara to put on top of every, on the top of the next printing of the Das Taira, on top in big letters, loy la halacha ve so in the story as the way Rev Harwood quotes it is that the stipler seems to recall that he remembers such a thing that um, that he saw such a dastyra on Trefus, which said on it la ilaha maisa okay um, and then the stipe, uh, the, then the stipe, I, I was being unclear before because I, I wasn't sure, but now I, I remember correctly. Basically like this, that the Rebbe Ram Harwitz is quoting over in the course of this conversation, a conversation he had with the stipler. The stipler was saying, not uh, in relation to this story that he had with the Chabin Rav, that he recalls that the, uh, so, something happened with the Das Taira. People said, oh, he's a Makel. He's a Makel. And they wanted to come out against him. And the Shalomacher said not to. And, and the Shara that they said was, they should put on top of the page, Loila Loch of Loila Okay? And the stifler says he saw such a sefer. So, right away, I was very curious to see, is there an existing uh, Hilchus Trafus of the marsham that says such a thing, that on every page it says, Halach, lemaisa. and Stam, it's interesting, the Shaila Meshiv, um, was it the Shaila Meshiv who said this or not? Okay? So this, um, this was what got me very curious. I, I went down at the time to try to track down a into Hebrew University to see if there's such a, to see such a Dastaira. At the time I was not able to find such a Dastaira. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, the Ma'isa, so the story goes like this. The, in the, in later editions of the Sefer, so the Marsham publishes it, and he says, in the Dhamma you should know, this is a when I am, do not rely on it. Um, and he's basically a similar type of thing. He's saying, that don't rely on me. So, Especially when I make it, unless you check into it and you see that it makes sense. What's going on here? So here we're seeing something about Doimut to this story that the Stipler remembered, but we're not getting the full story. Um, and was this, when he published it right away, what happened exactly? And is there a way to know what happened and um, to understand what's going on? behind? you say, what, was, what did the Stipler remember? And what's the story with relying on the Das tiger? So the answer is like this. Basically, when he first put, published the Sefer, the first Sefer that he published was on Chay Sheh Mishpat. It's called Mishpatay Shalom, on Chay Sheh Mishpat, and it seems to have made a mapecha. It had, to, as it says on the Shahr, in the Shahr it says that he brings down tons of information that's not Mafurish in the Shulchan Arach and Achreinim, from Mefarshah Shulchan Aruch, and with all different things that Chakiris, Uzfeikas, uh, Dinu Chadasher, Shalom, Nisker, Okay, so it made a major mapecha, and it seems they were cooler than the safer. Okay, it seems that the safer, according to different versions, the base Yitzchak was upset about this. Um, he saw things that he didn't like. There's different nuschais, and um, and about what exactly it was that he didn't like. And basically, in one of the nuschais of the story, is like this. The Chabina Rav, we have converse, a conversation preserved um, um, from the Chabina Rav about this. And the Chabina Rav says that when it came out, when the, when the, he talks about further that what happened is when the Gilidas, Das, not, not only in the Mishpitei Shalom, but then comes out to Gile Das, they sent it to the Beis Yitzchak, and Bayes saw problems. And so he, and he decided what he's going to do is that it's, mamish what it says in the Sagdama that it's, Nikhtav lahallaha Ma'isa. Okay. So there was supposed to be a paper published in so it wasn't the Shalomesh, because the Shalomesh was already. If the Shalomesh rather gave Askam and Mishpat the Shalom, I believe. Um, actually I'm not sure if he did, um, but he definitely the Marsham definitely did have a Kesher with the Shalomish. I can't remember well right now if he if he gave Askam and the to Shalom, but what happened is it was taka the the stipler was um, his memory was correct there was something uh, up with what with the sefer Das, but it wasn't the shalemesh it was Rabbi Yitzchak Shmelkush the Balbeis Yitzchak so and the Tanai was to publish a petek to put a page page that now not that on every page it's to say, say such a thing that's taka what happens in the saries the but the saries the himself did that but it should be a disclaimer in Dagdama and taka if you open up um, the edition of the of the you'll see a disclaimer, not to rely on me, okay. Now, interestingly enough, there was these pages, these papers, it was supposed to be pasted in, so it seems one survived, the family has it, and recently, a fascinating two-volume work called Paisa Kadairis, all about the masham, came out from the Mashbach of the Masham. and they even put a picture of this, um, paper that was supposed to be pasted into the various, uh, into the edition if you bought a copy of the Giloy Das because of the Reb and it says in there um, and they have the Lashon, it's in the handwriting of the Marsham, that it's Halacha ve'loi lemaisa. So, um, again, again, such an emphasis. So we see here what happened was that the Sefer came out, there was a snagdus from the Beis Yitzchak, one of the Gedolei of Galicia of the time, and because of that, the Marsham listens to him, puts in a petek in the Sefer, or now it's found in the introductions uh, in the Shar of the first, uh, the earlier printings, and it says not to rely on Allah Ayse. So now the question is like this: When the Marsham wrote it, he meant for it to be Allah Ayse. He wasn't even using the Hagdama of the Shach and all these other I brought. And then all of a sudden, Reislik Shmelkush is against him, and then he puts in the petek. So says the Chibina Rav, it's cute because anyway, the, the, today that petek, no one has that paper anymore, and the safer is definitely halohala The Shabina Rav was very close with the Marsham. And he says the safer was in the Skabal even with whatever the whatever Rabitsak tightness were on the safer, and it's used, and, and the Chibina Rav was very, very into using the the marsham. Halacha lemaisa, and he held it was a mapicha in the world of halacha. So we see that what happened was there was an opposition against the sefer. There was even a, a, a thing to write, a changing of the, against the author. I mean, say the marsham originally thought that you could rely on him, but because the rabbi of like Shmelkush changed, and okay, and the shabina rav says lemaisa, we see Shamayim changes. It goes according to Shamai, and the opposition went. Now the problem was like this: that he was the rabbi like was not the only person against the. Safer of the Marsham, and the tire of the Marsham, another person who held his two kuldik was known as the Dark Etchuvah. And the Dark Etchuvah, when you open up your Dark Etchuvah, in the Hagdama, Mama, she says, I bring down Svarim Daram Mekel, such as the Das Torah of Das, he says, Yo Yisar Miday Mekel, Neged Rabbi Senikudai Leachroinem, asher Mipin Anuchayim, Umehem Taitze Torah of the Torah, you neged a But sometimes, um, he brought it down, but Chalila Lismay Chazel ma'isa. Don't really rely on this Lamaisa. He's just bringing it down. And then he says why he's bringing it down. A few, um, 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 he, he tells to the famous Sugiyon Iddi, Islam and deveyachid, So he, he's saying that he brings it down, but not Halakha Lamaisa. So here we see the munkacher mamish and its Yuduah that he says, such a thing, that he, very sharp against the Psakim and the Chibur of the Marsham, but he's still bringing it down because obviously hell it can't be that bad but he's bringing it down and it's safer okay, fine. So now the Shaila which I always had was okay, so we have over here one of the gedolim of Galicia, and then we have the Munkachar in the Dark Echuva, they're saying not to rely on it, so what's the story, do you rely on it or not? So, looking further, so I found like this. Number one, Rabbis al Melza says that he, was, he went through Chuvis Marsham and he saw his only makel within Yanim of the Rabbanon, but he's Machmer by the Raisa, and you could definitely rely on the Marsham. The Chavitz Chaim's son writes that, um, and things that, that happened that are current events, so to speak, current Chilas, he doesn't really deal with in the Mishnah Brua. This is the Chavitz Chaim's son talking about his father in the Mishnah Brua, but he says, what do you say? You look in the Barjana Ravs, Tshuvas, and those type of people. mean, say for the Chafetz Chaim, the Marsham was very important. Akedekach, the Likuti HaLachos, who does he make sure to get us from, that he gets us coming from, is the Marsham. So we see the Mishnabur is also very into the Marsham. Um, okay? Now, furthermore, the Aderes the writes that um, he was very into the Marsham, so much so that one of the svarma of the Marsham that he put out that that was that creates a mapech and is there's a safer called Arches Chaim from the Spinkerov. The Spinkerov, um, unbelievable yeda in Arches Shulchan Ar-chaim hundreds of Marmachimists and all different things. Uh, he was very smart. When it comes down, the 1890s, he asks the Marsham for his Ha'aris on Shulchan Archa Marsham gives it to him. And we have a safer called Archa's Chaim Spinka and it has in it tons of information from the Spinka Rav. And it also has from the Marsham Ha'arus and Gantz Incredible information. What's not, not so incredible about it, not only is it an incredible B'kiyus and chuvus and Rishayinim that mamish unparalleled in that period of time, but it also has tons of original things and original comments which shows his uniqueness. This sefer becomes a classic. One of the people that goes ahead and writes her aris on the safer was Daldaris. Daldaris was fascinated by the Marsham, very into the marsham, so much so that on Kulzman Inspector was alive. He was his go-to guggle when he had a very tough shyllist. That was he said this was his his Rabbi Kilu for complicated issues. When Rebbe Yitzhak Hanan is Nifter, who does he, um, he say who's his Rebbe? The Galicianer, Marsham, and he sends him his shyless for stuff that he felt that he needed clarity from. Okay, similarly, Rebbe Chaim Berlin, there's his friend. Also, when he's talking about great G'daylam, he's talking about a certain thing. And he says, Oh, if you get the Marsham, then I'll be him to be mitzaref my name to this and this thing. So I'm showing you already some of the G'daylai we were very into the Marsham. Furthermore, they say, and I, I would love to know more if it's, if, how reliable it is. I did not fully check into this, but supposedly the dark yetshuva, he, for some reason, got a askama from Rabbi Yitzchol So he was told, if you want to get askama from Yitzchol Chana, make sure to take out that page that you sent about against relying from the Marsham, because Rabbi Yitzchol is not going to give you askama if, if, he, if he sees that. Okay, they, they say such a thing, um, but um, I have no idea um, how authentic it is, but okay. Now, then I come across a fascinating piece of information. This is like this. There was some type of Shailon, Yerushalayim, different Um, and they want to know what to do, so they brought him, they brought, to, 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 Subkitsar so comes up, the Das Taira of the Bershan Arav, they bring it to Rav Cook, and Rav Cook says... You can rely on it. So one of the shaykh that was involved with the Shiloh says, but the, the Munkacharev, the Dark chuva is Madgish, in his Sefer, on the psakim of the rav because he's a Mekel die says Rav Kook. There's two types of Gainim. One Gain is a Gain yitzer, and then there's a Gain Maasif. There's a Gain that's a creator, he's able to be a mahadish and there's one that's a collector. Who's better? He would say, I hold, this is Rav Kok talking, the one that's a machadish is bigger. He says like this, the Rav is a Gain Yaitzer, whereas the Munkacher is Rak, a Gain Masif. I'm sure the Munkachers don't appreciate this, especially they don't have appreciation of Rav Kuk in the first place, but the point is, this is a Meyrdek Hagdara in what, how G'day Little looked at the Rov. As I said, when you look at Aruch HaSchaim, it's just, not just that he's bringing down Sparam. Now, it turns out that the Berjana the Marsham, shows that sometimes the Darkachuva brings down Swarm and it doesn't, he misquotes it. Now, it's very possible. The reason is very simple because the is quoting from a crazy library of, of information. So, yeah, it could be his It sometimes, but where's the, where the Marsham was much more a creator, as Rav Kuk is saying. Now, interestingly enough, this Gevaldikah Hagdara, that Rav Kuk is saying to be, I, I'm, one could I would like to point out is it's probably he got a chavivus and a respect for the masham, possibly because he knew what Dardaris held held much his father-in-law Adheres even after he wasn't his father-in-law he still retained a very close relationship because he married Adheres's niece so he had a very close relationship with him but the point is more so that the that um. For of Cook and for these Gedolei Lita, the point was about the Marsham is that he was a Meir Dikemachadish and he had what to back it up with. Now, so interestingly enough, as I mentioned, this Gvavaldikah book that came out just now, Pesach Adair, is all about the Marsham. So they have an excellent chapter over here all about this topic. And as I said, they even bring some. They bring this missing document that I never saw showing where the Berjana Rav were put into the new edition in the handwriting after he lied on it, which... Okay. And they have a lot of very good information. So they bring down this piece of cook a Achas v'shalem, for such a work, to quote it b'shmay. they only bring down... It's Rufal Hakayin Kuk, but they don't tell you that Rufal Hakayin Kuk is saying it over from who? Rav Yitzchak Kuk. So it's a typical um, standard censorship of Ravkuk Kuk, Ad from certain places of literature. Okay, we say that, but the point is... Um, Bromberg, Avram Bromberg, in his, his book on the Marsham, which is a very nice book, has this piece. This is what I found many years ago. Okay. Now, there are numerous other quotes to show the chashivas of the Marsham, which, we're, um, that's not the main um, point of, we're focusing on Khan Chaim Kanievsky, so we're not going to do that today. Just to mention very briefly is Rebel Yashiv. Turns out, Rebel Yashiv, there was a fascinating, um, there's a book, Hashakten, which came in the lifetime of Rabbi Yashiv, a whole tumul about the Sefer, um, very interesting stuff in there. So one of the, so him and Rosham Zalman once were discussing about a certain Sefer, uh, the Sefer Chaimu Bracha, Gevaldik Sefer on Hilchaz Dal So there, So one of them said to the other, Rosham HaZalman, Terbal Yashiv, one of them said to the other, it's not only is it Gevaldik, it's because it has askama from the Marsham. So you see these two Gadoi, they looked at the Sefer, it had extra chashivas for them because of the Marsham. And more than that, they both were remarked, that the, 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 our generation doesn't have this type of um, of, a, of a unique gadol, superstar gadol, such as the Marsham. He was it was a, a, something of a, a, a something that both Rebel Yashiv and Marsham Azal were both very into. So much so that in this book, they bring down um, this new book that I'm quoting this this whole time, the Sartaira. So like I said they have a whole bunch of fascinating things. And we're not going to, as I said, time is short, we can't quote all different things, but it, say, it seems, they bring down such a this, I would love to see a picture of it, but it says like this. It's, I quoted that the says on says in the hagdam of a Sefer, he publishes a whole thing, don't rely on the, the, the Berzhaner of the Das Taira. Rabbi Yashif says on this, divrei he writes on the side of his copy, divrei marsham so Rabbi Yashif is saying, maisa. Now, interestingly enough, um, just to mention one se- two, two more sentences related to the Marsham is like this: the Marsham was crazy prolific, wrote thousands of tshuvas and svarim and everything. So who was be, after his kids um, published whatever they did, whatever the Marsham published, who takes it over? The Einikol, the famous person today in Claudius Yisro is famous as known as the as the Magid of Yerushalayim. The Magid speaks thanks to Pesach to Rabbi Pesach Kron, Reb Shadron. Reb Shadron is the Einikol of the Marsham, and he leads. He's the person that works on publishing the Ksavim of Azeda, finding all different things, publishing the manuscripts, whatever they had. And they, unbelievable, the Siat Hashem that they had and what they published after the Chuvas, had. They kept on finding more Chuvas, And who helps? And he wrote Ha'arus on it. Who helps? The Shalm Shajan. Shalom Shadron is helped by none other than Rabbi Yashiv. Rabbi Yashiv also has a lot of Ha'aris in the work, in the various volumes of that They've published on Archaim, they've published on Gansi Aradea, multiple volumes, and they're finding new stuff. Kaseid their Kaseid. Anyway, for such a, as, Reb, um, Rebel Yashiv, Rabsham Zalman also was very into it, the brother-in-law of Rabsham Shadran, they used to always discuss, Basimcha, um, they remark over here that there were times that there was a certain time he would be Rabbi Rabsham Shadran would be Oimid late at night, in understanding a certain marmakim that, uh, Marsham said, he would go right away to go share with Rabsham Zalman, they would dance Basimcha, understanding it. Anyway, the point is that the Gedolia Oilam, I'm mentioning the Chabinir of Rabsham Zalman Orbach, Rebel Yashiv, all varianted. And just in this nakuda is as follows. The, I come across Rev. Herzog. Rev. Herzog is talking about a certain Shailon and then he says that it's good enough that we have Rabbeinu Yitzchel Hanan and the Marsham. And then he says the following sentences about the Marsham. And, and we now know thousands and thousands of shuvis Yisrael Hashem hoya so basically the point that I'm trying to bring out is like this that the Marsham there was opposition by great Kedoylem Rabbi Yitzhak Shmelkesh and the Dark and others it seems they had a problem with it but at the end of the day as the Chubin said all those, those papers they were forgotten about and we rely on him, as Rabbi Yashu says even though he writes this in the zagdam of the so we see there's a certain thing in Shamayim. Shamayim takes care of which svarim should Become halachal and that's the answer behind the shach and the nesivah, zehra All these farm, they become the paiskim of Klal Yisrael. What was the reason behind it? That that is not for me to say, but these are we we know um, from the tremendous character of all these Gedilim they were superstars, not only in their abilities of learning, and that's what ends up happening. So, so the point is, you could scream as much as you want, don't rely on me. But everyone knows when you learn day, are you relying on the Shachi? Lying on the Nasivist, the answer is yes. So Chaim Kanievsky, he could say as much as he wants, but Lemaisa, even in his lifetime, what we see happened is that it becomes relied on, and today, even for a few short years after he was Nifter, it became Halacha Lemaisa. Now, just to be Messiah, this Nakuda, which we will fine-tune Amir Tzashem in the next further episodes, which we're going to go further into Reb Chaim as a Paisik, because we have to explore Reb Chaim's halachic known as Chuvis, Reb Chaim Kanievsky, which is a famous, endless amount of literature. I'm definitely not going to discuss all the books are, that are out there. I have not seen all of them. I'm not going to see all of them, but I'm going to try to talk a little bit about it, put it in context. But there's a following thing like this. Not only is Shem, does Shemayim decide who becomes our Paiskim as I said, with the Marsham, as the Chabina Rav says, and Rav and all these, and all the other Gedolim that I listed. But there's a Nachan Akuda when I came across it at the time. It was, it's a fascinating Akuda, and it's like this: Rav Shloi Mekayin in a chuva to Rav Chaim Berlin says that he once heard from the Natsiv, b'shem Rav Chaim Valojner, that one could say a Pshat in the Rambam and Shulchan Arach, um, even though that the Shulchan Aruch himself didn't mean such a thing. Why? Because there's a Merdeka Kayach in the Shulchan Aruch, and the Rambam, they were written Beruch Once something's written Beruch HaKadosh, okay. so it no longer has the... They're not in control of what it is. We say it's said, and, it, and, and it's m s Now, if, just to mention a drop about this Nakuda, and then we'll be Messiah Mizazari. There's a lot to say about it, and we will perhaps fine-tune some of this in the kudis, um, later on, in the course of the next few episodes, a drop. But the point is like this. A gadol could say, I don't want you to rely on me. A, the point is it doesn't make a difference. When it is a special thing, and we find some of these chiburim, there's claims on some of them at least that they were written baruch It's no, it's but it's more than that. It's not even if Once the tire is out there, it's no longer the bailim, so to speak. And the author could say, I didn't mean that. But the Rambam, we know this is a question, which is a fascinating question. People say Tyrus in the Rambam. They say, what do you mean? I I mentioned the Mashal in a different context, but the same story goes like this. They say, they asked the the Rambam, Someone they say on different G'daylim, that basically they spent their whole life working on the Rambam. Except they had one or two Rambams, three Rambams, they didn't know the answer. So they come up to Shemayim, they say, before anything, could we go speak to the Rambam? I want to know Pshat. The kids are, they go to the Rambam, the Rambam tells them Shat, it's a shine, there's a Taisa fus here there's a Taisa Tfus, had a different gear so, and, they, and the way the story goes they slap the, this Adam Gadol whoever it is, substitute whichever Gadol you want it to be he slaps in the face this is not the way you answer a Rambam it has to be the so it's famous that people say what do you mean, is this what the Rambam meant is it not what the Rambam meant so there's an Akuda and that's what's behind this Nitzv that once the t- Rambam says it it's such a, there's such a Kayach and the Shulchan Aruch also it's no longer what the author meant, but what the Torah is out there. And this is a tremendous concept, which with a lot behind it. The bit at the end, in his last parak Samach Talar, has a Meyer de Karichos, which is Kedai to learn to see what's going on with this. And, so, and I said, we might come back to this. The, just in the Messiah, in this prat, they say sometimes what happened is like this. The Rambam said, halacha. Then turns out he was asked, Where's the Makar? And he couldn't find Allah. So the Rambam's says, Okay, I made a mistake. Turns out that they found a the Makar. The Vilnagayin finds Makar. This Gadol finds a. Card. So what's going on now? We see the Halacha's right, but the Ram was chayzer. So like this, the tziv, which there are others that say is such a concept, it doesn't make a difference. You're no longer the Bible. So the, the point I'm trying to bring out is that these great G'dayle paiskim they might have intended, oh, it's just for you. It's not for the masses. It's just for... It's just to, uh, food for thought, as they say, but it's not... And once they say it, it becomes, um, it, it gets a life of its own, as they say. Okay, now, just to mention, um, if one wants to read a, a little bit about it, I, I'm not dealing with all the issues that he brings up, but Mark Shapiro in the Hakira volume 33, and um, and I believe Usher Buchman, they both deal with different aspects of this Nakuda, um, of these Nakudas about how um, um, once the Tire is said by Nadim if it's MS, and how it works all these different things, we, we might touch on some other aspects about it. But this is the that I'm trying to bring out from the, they're they screaming, don't rely on me no, when Hashem wants it, this, this farm will become halacha ma'isa, even beyond their control.
0: Okay. So is this episode ma'isa?
1: <laughs> I I have no control over it anymore. It's not up to me.
0: All right. Um, excellent. Thank you very much. Before we conclude, would you like to share a
1: book review? Yeah, because we just spoke all about it. So I'm okay. going to mention two things relating to the Marsham, two Mekairis about the Marsham. One is it came out relatively recent, and I think it was already even, it came out a year or two ago and already was uh, reprinted. On, they say with editions, I don't know if it is, two massive volumes, it looks like this, called Paisic This goes all in depth in every aspect of the Marsham. It's done beautifully. Um, it has lots of documents, a lot of information, but when you see, all, when you go through this book, you can understand, uh, puts more in context what I was trying to bring out about the Gallus of the Marsham, why he was such a superstar God in his time, where it deals with all the Talmidim, people that had to do with him, his Svarim. He was also famous for being a person who gave a lot of askamas, they deal with that, all different things. He was involved in many of the controversies, such as the machine matzah controversies, an excellent chapter in this book. So I highly recommend these two volumes. I believe it's available in most farm stores. That's one relating to the marsham. And another book I came across when I was working on the marsham at one point in English. I have no idea how I was able to track it down. I remember it was a pain in the neck. What's called the marsham of Berjan. it looks like this, from a rebaruch. Kalinsky it was put out by also mashpacha of the Marsham. It was published in in two thousand one as Askama from Rudava Cone. And Ruddava Cone, just to quote his Askama, when he talks about it, it says that the was his name was heard in and Adayoim, it's heard in all the scholarly halls of study, and then he says he was a master in all fields of Torah through his work the English speaking world shall become aware of the Titan who was pre- eminent as he responded to Allah's questions and was known as the Paisik Akhrain of his generation. Okay this is Rabdava Cohen saying it and there's a lot of very interesting information in this book in English also but I don't know how available it is. Okay those are two recent books relatively recent books relating to the episode that we just spoke about.
0: Okay thank you very much looking forward to our next episode together.